0: It's time to become reformers. These are my confessions. To get deeper in this conversation, visit MikeMayashiro.com. Today we're going to talk about the 4th of July. Independence Day. Happy birthday, America. Uh, What an interesting, funny subject to be talking about. Um, It's interesting because... I have such a value for being led by the spirit and living from the unseen place and that whole thing. I mean, it's important. Like if we want to like have the impact that God has for us and relate to him aright, we must, or like start from that place, not let the natural be where we reference and like consider first. Um, so when I talk about independence day in America and being American, like it actually feels like contradictory to like my, my value system and it could be in one way, but it's not in another. So I want to just talk about that on this episode. I am American. My dad is Japanese. My mom's American. I was born in Guam, which is a U.S. territory, but I was raised in the States like my whole life. And so um, I, and my grandpa served in the military. And so we've always just had a, you know, a, a value and an appreciation for her, that good, old fashioned American, like, you know, proud to be American and whatever thing. That's always been a thing in my family uh just hurt, like culturally growing up and then you know I got to grow up past that and start thinking about things and over the years there's been some interesting and strong commentary on the birth and origin of America and a lot of like criticism and condemnation to this country to the point where celebrating America almost became faux pas or taboo or, or like embarrassing or shameful or wrong even which is crazy um Writing on the ideas or like the arguments that, you know, we committed genocide, we killed all these Native Americans and took their land and all this stuff, which I'm not saying that's awesome, but that should have happened. That's on the list, though, right? Of things that, like, ugh. we rebelled against the nation we came from and we were, you know, uh, isolationist and like individualistic and independent and in, in a negative way. And we rebelled and we, like, you know, ran away from where we came from and all these things. And so negatively, that's being perceived and um, just. Colonizing places in general, having this such a negative attitude toward that idea, and just how even like the slavery of our country, right? Just like what that was like, and watching America navigate these things, there's such strong agenda against us as a nation in some of these commentaries to the point where it almost felt like a lot easier just to not be proud to be an American, to not celebrate America, to even be careful what you say on the Fourth of July, lest someone take you the wrong way and accuse you. And so this year, I we celebrate the Fourth of July every year. My team and I, especially, have been getting together and like you know, barbecuing and swimming in the pool or playing volleyball, watching fireworks, the whole thing. Super fun, love it. I love the Fourth of July. Um, I'm a, I've always had an appreciation and a gratitude for growing up in this country. And I noticed in the last couple of years, I probably wasn't as vocal or as. Is that true? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't as vocal as I normally would be or whatever, because I know that this topic can get sensitive for people and it can, you know, stir up some retaliation and anger or whatever. This year, though, I was like, you know what? I'm done. Like, I'm not doing that anymore. Like, that's not appropriate because the origin of that stuff is not truth. The origin of these commentaries. And the agenda behind it, by and large, from the most of the people that I've experienced it from, was antagonistic, was destructive, was accusatory, was critical, was condemning. The nature of it was twisted and evil. It was dark. It wasn't because we were like striving for something better or because we want to encourage and empower people to do better with what we have. It was because we wanted to condemn and separate and disconnect from our heritage, from our inheritance, which in and of itself, the nature of that thing is dark. It's evil. And so I got with my team. The Fourth of July was yesterday at the recording of this, and I just I told them we were like sitting. We had two groups. One people were one bunch was by the pool. The other bunch was by the grill, and people were just hanging out and just having fun and enjoying each other. And I was like, I want to gather us together. I just want to take a moment as a team just to celebrate this country and get to throw into the pot like what we appreciate and are grateful for for being in America. And so I did. I pulled them all together. We just stood in a big circle in the backyard of Mika's house and. I just kind of talked for a little bit, just shared, you know, this just kind of gave some commentary on what the political climate of this subject has been, especially in the media. Um, And then just basically like set some things right as a culture for us, like as a team, and then invited people to get to throw in what are they grateful for? What are they appreciative of as far as like living in America or being American even? Um, and there was something right and beautiful and repenting about that. It felt important. And I actually almost cried three times and teared up once in the midst of this happening. Just from hearing other people say things and even myself, I found myself choking up at one point and like almost crying while I was talking. And I just like managed that because it just felt embarrassing. I was self-conscious for like wanting to cry over something like this. And I was like, why is that happening? And I was talking to Drew and my team. And he's like, well, no, that makes sense because like you're talking about your identity. You know what I mean? Like, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's true. And um, there's just been such a an attack again i'm not that person to be like oh the enemy's doing this like i don't i don't think i say that a lot but i do feel that there's been such an attack against americans against the identity and what we carry as a nation that is a gift to the world and you know we've used like the ignorance of our educational system and just like how americans are just can be dumb you know or like obnoxious and over the top and prejudiced and whatever and we just like We have a lot of Americans, especially in the leftist liberal side of things, that like to make fun of us as Americans and, like, you know, like slight people in our country and be like, oh, dumb Americans, rednecks, Hicks, whatever, and just, like, kind of make fun of the way these people express themselves. And I understand, like, a lot of that isn't coming from a great place. We've got a lot of ignorance in America. That's true. And that's true of any country, though, right? Um, But the spirit behind it that's capitalizing on those things and, like, putting them on display and, like, making a dissertation out of it. It, there is an agenda there. It is trying to accomplish something. And as we just continue to say yes to it or give space to that or, like, you know, succumb to it, it actually is devouring something that is beautiful and important that we are supposed to steward. And so I wanted to put a stop to that on my team and just say no to that and for us to embrace and write ourselves in how we consider what it means to be American and what we get to embody and get to embrace about that legacy. Um, and so, a confession I'd like to make on this is I, I Mike Mayashiro and proud to be an American. I'm so grateful to have been born in America and to live in this country. I love, there's so many things about America that I love. I don't want to get into a big political, whatever. I'm not interested in inviting all the crazy commentary on this. I just want to make the statement here that take the American label off. That just happens to be my nationality, right? But if we took that off, I should hope that anybody from any nation could find beauty and honor and value in the country that they were born in and that they were raised in with the customs and values and practices that are beautiful. Every country has things that they do that they've adopted culturally that's probably not awesome, right? So I'm not saying we accept and embrace everything about what it means to be Finnish or Japanese or American or Mexican or whatever, but there are things about each nation that are profound, that are beautiful, that actually find origin in God that we want to honor correctly that we want to pay tribute to um, And so the same is true of America and not just because America is one of the most popular countries in the world and you know has such a distinct um, persona in the conversation of the nations doesn't mean that Americans don't get to be proud too. We still get to have that same celebration and honor for who they are and what they bring to the table just like every other country And um, one of the things I was telling my team yesterday was if you get paid, if you have like a, a job or a career and you actually are like supporting a lifestyle in this country on this soil, then in this spirit, you actually are submitted to this nation's government and the ruler they're in and how that whole thing is supposed to be related to is submitted. It doesn't mean we just like applaud and embrace and accept everything that Trump does or that, that America does, but we have an, a heart posture towards support and submission and honor toward how we want to respond to anything that comes from our president or from our legislation, from you know anything trickling down from there, that there should be a posture of humility and honor, not rebellion and a, like flipping the bird to the authority figure over us and whatever. Regardless of whether you agree or don't agree with how he expresses himself or some of the policies he's made, there should still be I don't care what side of the political spectrum you're on. If you're a believer and you follow Jesus, there should be a sense of honor and submission to the, the authority of this land. And if we can adopt that and embrace it, then there is actually a release in the spirit where you actually get to experience grace in the things that you're participating in. And it's not like in your words and it's not lip service. It's in your heart posture, in the spirit. If you could let go of and not fixate on the differences and things that you disagree with or don't like about certain people in office or certain practices and have a heart posture of, um, reverence almost. And like recognizing the sacredness and the authority that is placed on these people by God, that we could recognize that and conduct ourselves accordingly. then it goes well with us in the land and we get to embrace the prosperity and the abundance and the blessing of the Lord in what we're doing, regardless of what it's touching. And if we say no to that we embrace like the, rebellious like i separate from you i don't identify with you we're disconnected i'm divided here that all that kind of thing is actually coming from satan the lord does not inspire us to do that like he's not looking to separate you from the place that you call home he's looking the lord includes and connects and reconciles like, that's his nature that what that's what he does satan is the guy who cuts off who separates who divides who accuses who exposes who shames right And so when you find yourself, no matter how intellectually sound your arguments might be, if the energy and the motive behind your agenda there is to disconnect, is to separate, to disassociate from, you are not motivated by love. You are not motivated by the light. You are coming from the other side. And so this is not a political statement. This is a spiritual conversation that obviously influences our politics. But our heart posture should be one of How can I support? How can I um, defend? How can I protect, honor, trust, hope, freedom, that kind of thing? Not how can I throw a fit, do my own thing, be rebellious, be, you know, isolated, be separate from. That agenda is from evil. The Lord doesn't do that. And so we want to recognize just whatever it is we're adopting as values and drivers and how we want to participate in this conversation, our response to protocol, to you know, laws of the land to certain people should be one of defending the honor they carry and fighting for our ability to be connected, not looking for all the ways we're justified in separating from or accusing the party, whoever they are. And I'm talking about both sides. Like I'm even on the conservative side of things, looking at the liberals and whatever, the same thing should be true. There there should not be this divide and this war, that whole like political agenda of like the left and the right fighting each other over different values there are values that they both have that there is commentary on and they both have good points but the whole point of like having to fight on this thing the enemy's running both sides of that so he'll grab like the whole um like pro-life thing versus pro-choice he's running both sides of it i'm not saying he he not making a political commentary here, I'm saying someone who is pro-life, who's a Christian and says, hey, we shouldn't kill babies, right? Can still be partnering with the enemy in that agenda. If they start attacking, accusing, separating from, punishing people because of their pro-life agenda, guess what? Your pro-life agenda is actually in league with the enemy because it's not about your argument. It's about the spirit that's motivating you to touch anything you're looking at. And then obviously vice versa. If you're pro-choice, you're like, hey, women deserve to have the say over what's gonna to happen to their bodies and and they should have resources whatever your arguments are. Again, besides the the argument itself, if what you do with those values is accuse, attack, separate, disconnect, then you're working in the enemy's camp. And it happens on both sides. And I could pull up any political argument. You know, let's like we talk about the gay community. Like if you're on the I guess the conservative side where it's like, hey, we don't want gay marriage to be a thing and we're not recognizing homosexuality as a lifestyle choice or I don't know, whatever the arguments are on this side. Um, but you're using that whole commentary is coming at like I want to punish I want to separate I want to disconnect I want to divide I want to control like guess what your uh, anti-gay whatever is in the hands of the enemy. But also on the other side, if you're like, hey, people, these the homosexuality, the, the gay community deserves rights just like everyone else. They're people. They deserve to not be punished, to not be ostracized, to not be shamed. They should be accepted. They should be respected. But if that agenda is driven to disconnecting, punishing, dividing, right? I think that's we're seeing a theme here. Then your... Um, campaign your agenda here is actually in league with the enemy and he's doing this on both sides he doesn't give a crap about the argument i'm not saying he doesn't care there's stuff happening on both sides but the point though is he's trying to separate to divide to destroy and if we don't recognize that and we can't get out of that stupid cycle it just seems really barbaric and primitive at this point then we are just going to continue to tear down our brother and sister and not let the kingdoms of this world become the kingdoms of our God, because it's not about the argument itself. It's about the spirit of it, the heart posture. And as we choose to say yes to love, to honor, to trust, then our arguments would then be clarified differently. And the way we engage in conversation and reach to the other side would be a different experience because we would actually be reaching. We wouldn't be taking up arms against the other people and trying to overpower them. Like That's not how this works. That's not how it's supposed to work. And so as we look at wherever these drivers are coming from, we want to pay attention to the energy of it. What is the agenda here? What's the motive? What's the intent? And are you in league with something that's trying to destroy? Or is the motive you're coming from actually life-giving and is the protocol that you're embracing one of empowerment, one of love and connection? I'm not saying passivity. I'm not saying don't feel passionate about this. I'm saying make sure your our passion is submitted to the nature of love. He does not dominate. He does not intimidate. He does not coerce. And so if that's not aggressive enough for you, if that's not compelling enough, then you are disobeying the Lord by trying to pick up something else to get the agenda met. And so I'm talking to both sides and everyone in between in all of this. And so yesterday with this whole 4th of July commentary, my whole bent for my team was, you guys, regardless of your political agenda or your political views or whatever, because they're varying opinions on my team. Um, I want us to embrace and adopt a, a heart of humility, a heart of service, a heart of love and reconciliation. This is the this is what the Lord is comprised of. This is who he is and what he's like and what comes out of him. And if we can touch any of this stuff from that place, then the results from this pursuit and from our conversations and from our influence should be life-giving and should draw to the surface whatever is corrupt from underneath. Like, if we're the salt of the earth, if we're the light of the world, guess what? We reveal. We expose. Not in order to, like, humiliate or... the exposed can be such a negative word, but to draw to the surface so that whoever is afflicted by whatever corruption can become conscious of it and then make a choice to separate from the seed from Satan that is destroying their lives and his planted ideas that are causing a a decay and a rot in what God had designed to be life-giving and productive, right? And so it is like, maybe it's a tumultuous like negative experience at some point because there's such unrest in the emotions that are stirred up, I'm actually not opposed to that. Like that stuff's not bad. It's when we partner with the accuser, with condemnation, with punishment from that negative experience that it starts to become destructive and evil. But if we could let those things come up and we can actually submit them to the kingdom of light, to love, to reason, to peace, which that's spirit. It's not about the argument. It's about how we touch it. It's about how we relate to it. It's about what we do with it, right? And the Lord guides and instructs and empowers us to have these conversations to look at these subjects to participate in efforts toward change toward progress toward improvement toward correction in a way that's actually life-giving that's productive that's beneficial that's empowering that's covering on both sides Uh, and so like for example taylor swift has um let's make this nice and practical right her song um what's it called you need to calm down just came out like a couple weeks ago And the whole song is about like gay rights. And like she's talking to the right side of the political party and saying, hey, stop harassing these people. Stop making your signs. Stop freaking out. Can you leave them alone? They're fabulous. Whatever, right? The song itself, the message, I actually enjoy. And like, that's great. I, I agree. I don't think that the gay community should be harassed or punished or persecuted even. Like, can you not oppress these people and like let them do what they're doing? Like, it's okay. Like, we're okay. We don't need to control them. But that song then now is actually like a political campaign and she's got this whole petition that she's driving and she's trying to like, you know, take this whole whatever and make it like, hey, this is a value. We want to celebrate homosexuality and these people should be whatever. And it's like there's a bent here, though, that I'm like, yeah, that's too far. I can't celebrate that. I don't know that I think this is a thing that should be pronounced over our country, over people and that they should be forced to celebrate it. I love protecting and empowering their freedom to choose how they want to live their lives. I don't love forcing this on other people that they have to then support and empower values in there that they don't actually agree with. That's where we get too strong. And so like, I'm not trying to say ba- be balanced about this. I'm saying I want to align with the truth. The truth is not balanced. Love is not balanced. So this is not about balancing scales. This is about aligning with the truth and no and going no further or going far enough with the truth, right? And so... Um, again, like it's like they're beautiful things in both sides of arguments that we tend to talk about, but then they're also heinous, destructive things. The by and large, though, the way we go about embracing this conversation does tend to be what destroys or builds, and that's the spirit of the matter that we want to be aware of and intentional with as we embrace the thing. So, um, I want to say to America, happy 4th of July, happy birthday. You're an incredible country. I love what you're doing in the world. I love what you represent. I love what you embrace and uphold. I love what gets to happen here. I love the way that we've impacted the world. I love how we started. Yes, there are mess ups along the way, but man, we've been on a journey and we're continuing to strive toward better. And how can we do this better? And how can we improve? And how can we serve better? Is that true for every citizen? Obviously not. But by and large, the spirit of this nation is we want to protect we want to empower. We want to uphold freedom. We want people to be dignified and have opportunity and have freedom to get to express who they are and what's inside of them and whatever. And it's beautiful. Like This country should not be condemned. It should be celebrated and empowered. And yes, we can correct, course correct, and mature and refine. But man, happy birthday. I'm so glad America exists and I'm so glad I gets to be part of her. And you guys, thanks for checking out this podcast. Um, If you want to subscribe, that would be awesome. We'd love to hear your comments on the episode. And also, like, a five-star rating would be really helpful if that's in your heart and it's appropriate and you don't violate yourself for that. We'd love to receive that from you. (laughs) Okay, bye. Listen, there's more where this came from. If you want to see how deep this rabbit hole goes, check out mikemayashiro.com.